Chef David Chang and the members of the Recipe Club sift through millions of search results to find the very best way to make the food you want to eat. Each week, they cook three recipes for the same dish, debate them, and ultimately declare the winning recipe. Check out Recipe Club on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hello, and welcome to Everything is Cake, where every week we are recapping the latest episode of The Great British Baking Show. I'm Kate Hallowell, and I'm here with fabulous producer Sasha Ashal to break down episode four, Dessert Week. Uh, but our usual co-host, Amelia, is she's on vacation this week, and we've called in a very special guest from across the pond. Please welcome to the podcast, real-life British person who will answer all of our questions, uh, Lucy Ford. Lucy, welcome. Hello. Hi. Firstly, completely <laughs> forgot that you call it the Great British Baking Show. I know. We actually do. <laughs> I would say we typically call it Bake Off. Uh, but wow. in, the, in the intro, we kind of feel like we have to stick to the American way of doing things. Are you offended? Apologies. It's a tough note to no, start I was on. No, I was just <laughs> shocked. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, you were like, what show are we here to discuss? I thought it was the Bake Off. Um, so it's dessert week. And I always feel like this is very silly because I'm like, it's the Great British Bake Off. Like every week is essentially dessert week in some respect. Uh, but... It's, do we think that it's kind of a confusing week or do you feel like there is generally kind of like an overarching theme? How do we feel about dessert week as a concept? I would say, I was thinking about this. I think actually dessert does make sense because cake and biscuits is like something that you would just like maybe have at like a random point of the day as like a little like snack or like is a it? fun thing. How do you guys you live gr- over there? <laughs> <laughs> very quaint, very twee. But like you might have just like, oh, do you want to slice a cake with your cup of tea? And you're like, oh, go on. Um, I've never sounded more British. But, um, I was like, wow, you're crushing is- it. Crushing it already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing exactly what I was brought in to do. You are. Um, 
but dessert is like a is like a specific thing. Like it's like when you bring out dessert for like after dinner, and I feel like these actually do fulfill that. Like you probably wouldn't have like a pavlova like just lying around, but you might have a cake in a tin and you might have biscuits. So I do think there's like a a slight subheading that it works under. Okay, that makes sense. So it's a specific post-dinner meal. Yes. That that clears things up. While you're explaining things, I have to tell you, I have one overarching question that has plagued me ever since I started watching The Great British Bake Off. And it is the definition of a pudding. Now, in America... As you probably know, but I'm going to explain it anyway. Pudding is like, Sasha, you can help me try to explain pudding from the American standpoint. It's like a creamy, it's like custard. Gelatiny. Yeah, it's like a custard. Like you get it in little cups or you make it in a bowl. And it's like a sweet, uh, specifically creamy thing that you eat with a spoon. And like, that's it. That's pudding. In the UK, it's, it is one thing, but it is also another thing. And I struggle to understand. So I have had like Yorkshire puddings. Yes. And those are like baked, right? Or those are like a breadish, rollish kind of it's dessert. It's like a popover. Yeah. Yes. It's not really a dessert, yeah. I would say. No, it's not. What about that makes it a pudding? So traditionally, a Yorkshire pudding was a dessert, though. Oh. That's that's what's oh. interesting about it. So the thing is, a pudding traditionally is like something that you would boil which is so gross. British people have the worst cuisine. Like we are a trash island. We love boiled foods. So like lots of desserts you would like boil like a sticky toffee pudding, which is in this episode. Although you probably wouldn't boil it now, but like back in ye olde times, that's how they would do it. But it's just also just sort of like a a batter mixture, which is how you would do a Yorkshire pudding. Um, But that used to be, you would have it with like, jam and custard as well but now a Yorkshire pudding is like you have it on a roast dinner and it's very much a savoury option okay. um but, but it's I think called this a, was, it's called a pudding because it like has that batter texture yes because it's like made with a batter but also a pudding in the UK is just sort of a catch-all term as well so pudding is also what we would just call like the the meal component that is dessert so you'd have like starter main pudding um, okay. I think that's what that's what confused me. Yeah, so oftentimes uh, things sort of exist in this catch-all umbrella of pudding which don't actually make sense, but it's because you might have it at a time of dessert. So it's just sort of like been compounded into that one. Um I mean, I think Yorkshire pudding is the outlier. I will say you've stumped me with it, but that <laughs> but it was traditionally a dessert, but that's just because like we had rations and like everyone just ate anything. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> like so I you, said, our cuisine is horrible. <laughs> so cake like isn't like a pudding, but it could be but pudding. It, no. Could be had for the pudding course. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you so could, could have be had- a pudding for pudding. Yes. But not all things that you eat for pudding are puddings. Yes, exactly. Okay, I think we've got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Does that clear it up? A little bit. I, let, <laughs> me, let, me, uh, let me go through some evidence. The reason that I brought okay. this up is because there were several references to puddings in this episode, and I'm just always very confused. So I was like, this is the great time to like clear things up. So <laughs> in this episode, uh, Matt was talking about Freya's pavlova, and he said, the proof is literally in the pudding. So in that case, he's referring to the pavlova being served as the pudding course. Yes, exactly. Got it. Crushed it. Then we have sticky toffee puddings for the technical, which are specifically puddings. 
Yes, because they used to be boiled. So that's how you would make them, which is how they used to be so like squishy and gooey. But now we don't do that because like it's no need to we boil have them. better we ways just, we yeah. have we have an oven now like we've a evolved one. so <laughs> yeah but like they've just sort of retained that name yeah great okay and then when Jurgen tips out his puddings he goes that looks puddingy which he means is like it looks like the specific way that a sticky toffee pudding should be prepared to qualify yes. as a pudding Okay. Because they're very Great. squishy and like, I don't, do you have sticky toffee pudding in America? No, it's but like I, wish, very, I wish we did oh, after this episode. It's a very, very British dessert. It's very, I mean, the proof is in the pudding in the name as it were. Right. Um, it's very sticky. It's very gooey. It's very like congealed, but like in a good way. But yeah, so I think that's what he's implying that it's just like, it's very like dense mm. <laughs> and sticky. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I understand now. Thank you so much. Yay. You've cleared up many years of struggles uh, in reference I'm to I'm so glad. <laughs> Next time I'm confused, I'll just shoot you a little text be like, hey, which pudding is this? Uh, yes. And we'll just have it down. All right, let's get into the official episode. As we said, this was dessert week. Um, and the signature bake was a pavlova. Has anyone on this podcast ever had a pavlova? Yeah. Yes, I have them all the time. Have you? Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, is it just something that you have like at restaurants? Do people make them? It is very easy to make. I mean, it doesn't seem easy in this episode, but they are very easy to make. My mum oh. makes them a lot as like a, because they look very fancy. Like you they can do. make them look so fancy and like such an occasion food, but they really are just like meringue, cream and fruit. Um, so <laughs> we have a, them a lot. And all, <laughs> Maggie that's a style. great definition. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to be like, this is what a pebble is, but it is. It's meringue, some sort of filling. And a lot of yeah. fruit in many and cases. And like Maggie's one in this was like a very classic, like you'd have a for- forest fruits, as it were, um, sort of pavlova. Um, so cute. That's like an extremely <laughs> English way to just say berries. Forest fruits. I love it. Well, there's, I love a, it. there's a dessert here called Black Forest Gatto, which right. is like berries and chocolate. Mm-hmm. But it's, so it's like black forest. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, that's the forest is like the berries. Wow. Is the, is the berries, yeah. I'm learning so much already and it's been 10 minutes. (laughs) Um, All right. So everyone made their version of a pavlova. It could be any flavor. It had to have a crisp outer shell and a soft pillowy center. um, And then it could be filled with whatever they wanted. Um, Okay. So what were our thoughts? Lucy, first of all, you're very pro pavlova. Yes, I would eat a whole pavlova if you gave it to me right now. It's like, (laughs) I feel like I have like a separate stomach for pavlova. Again, it's just like, it's the meringue, cream and fruit. So all I need. Um, So I would eat... I would eat every one of those pavlovas that they made, even the bad ones. Because <laughs> even George's all... yellow and brown color scheme. <laughs> yeah, absolutely that sounded, crazy. Sounded Look, good though. It did. Yeah. Like I said, I'm British. We are used to disgusting looking cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah, I would say, I mean, I would definitely eat them. I was not like, I need these in my mouth right now. But I will say, I wanted, I really wanted to like squoosh them all. Like there was a... A montage of them piping them out and shaping them and like squooshing all of the meringue into these shapes. And I got the feeling of like watching those TikTok videos where like they're squishing clay or like they're playing with like shaving cream. And I just had like a physical reaction where I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to like squish the meringue. Uh, (laughs) It was so satisfying. I was like, Um, but yeah, that was great. Love that. I don't know if I want to eat it. I mean, I would, um, but it was lovely. I also thrilling moment for me in this episode. I've said multiple episodes in a row. No one has pulled out the key lime card yet, 
Paul loves key lime. Prue loves key lime. It's like one of the just home runs every time when you pull it out on the show. Finally, Christelle uh, played the key lime card and she did actually do kiwi lime. So it wasn't quite necessarily key lime, but it was close. Uh, and I was thrilled to see it and they liked it. So I thought that's a great feel, variation. Yeah, I feel validated. It's fun. We really don't have key lime as a flavor over here. Like that's oh, just wow. not anything that exists. I'm in- so sorry. It's great. No, I mean, I know, but I mean, obviously, existing like you know, people will make sure. it. But it's not like a, a classic, uh, mm-hmm. classic flavor. Um, side note: Have you ever seen Christelle on TikTok? She's really funny. No, okay. Lucy introduced me to two uh, <laughs> Great British Bake Off TikToks this week. First of all, you sent me Lizzie's TikTok, which is hilarious, uh, and apparently, she's very close with Freya now after the show. Um, and Christelle is also on TikTok. Yeah, and she does. Uh, she's really good at using the the sounds on TikTok. So we'll just like make you know like the viral trending yeah. audio, and she'll just make like funny like oh when Noel and Matt are making a joke and my like biscuits are burning. It's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> definitely check her out. <laughs> Great British Bake Off TikTok is underrated. Actually, it's, yeah, they have some good so stuff wholesome. on there. Yeah, really good. Um, I want to shout out Freya's piping skills uh, and the signature bake. She did like the multicolored. Uh, where like you put the coloring in the piping tube and then it comes out and it looks very like ombre. I was like incredibly satisfying. She did kind of get screwed because she had to use the vegan ingredients this time and it just did not work well with dessert week. Um, the aquafaba did not go well with the pavlova, but her piping skills, chef's kiss. Seemed like it was her filling more. Yeah. They didn't actually like say this uh, meringue is is shit. Like they were just like, this doesn't taste good. Because yeah. of her filling. Yeah. Who on earth discovered that you can make vegan meringue out of chickpea water? It's disgusting. <laughs> Someone truly deranged. <laughs> She's like, this what, is better like, than eggs. This actually is better than eggs. Who, I'll take this. Yeah. Who is pouring a can of chickpea water down the drain and is like, wait a second. Yeah. I, I have, have a theory. Idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Psycho. Wild. Wild. <laughs> uh, speaking of wild mindsets and people experimenting with things, we got to talk about Jurgen, who my boy. he is overthinking things. I'll say it. I think he's doing great and it's working out <laughs> for him. But there are like two ends of the spectrum right now on this show. On one end, you have Maggie, who is making the simplest possible dictionary definition of these desserts. And every time it's like, Maggie has decided to go this simple route. And it's like, oh, shocking. That is wild. And then on the other end, you have Jurgen, who like refuses to choose a flavor unless it has like uh, some sort of symbolic, you know, uh, <laughs> like meaning and a visual component that also harkens back to someone in his family and their religious beliefs are like there. It, it's it, I it, like every single bake he made. Um, what was it like? Uh, I forget what it was called. What was his pavlova this time? Oh, it was a Passover pavlova. Passover pavlova. He made like matzo and did like three mountains to like represent things. And then like his dates represented something and the oranges represented something. And I was like, Jurgen, like sometimes you can just make a key lime pavlova. Our king made matzo. (laughs) He made (laughs) matzo. Wow. On purpose for his pavlova. I, it's, it, do we think it's too much? Maybe it's like a self-sabotage thing where he's like, (laughs) I'm going to give it to someone else this week. You know, right. I could win. I could right. easily win, but yeah. I'm not going to. 
So I'm, I'm going to go it. down, but I'm going to go down with a fight. Like, I'm right. going to make it really funny. But yeah. We'll talk I about think- this, but I think he could have easily won this week. And I agree. Yeah, I, we'll get to it. Well, we'll get to it, but I, mm. he could have easily He could have done it. He could have done it. I just am like, he and Maggie need to like combine mindsets. I love <laughs> it. I think Jurgen should keep going. I think he should keep doing, he should get even more political. <laughs> sure. I, I love mean, it. If anyone can do it, Jurgen can do it. Um, I, Sasha, I know you have some thoughts about Maggie. I just want to say that Norman tried this already. And that right, is, simple route. If you've watched the show before, you will know not to say in front of Paul, like, I just think traditional and simple are best. And I don't think that you need to enhance anything. And if she'd ever watched the show before, she would know not to have said that because she fully got yeah. the look. Right. She the got scary the look, look from him, the searing look. And I just like every single week we're doing the same dance. We're saying, yeah. oh, I'm going to go the simple, traditional. Like, I don't think I need to enhance <laughs> this, but it needs to be extremely good. And then it's always like an absolute disaster. And it's like, how many times do we need to like learn this lesson? Yeah. And also, I mean, I know Lucy also have thoughts about Norman, but like Norman did yeah. it better. He did. Right? Norman got further. But yeah. I mean, just never forget in like ice cream week when Norman was like, I'm going to make vanilla ice cream. And it. it was like, Norman. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was the nail yes. in the coffin for his time on the show. But he did get quite far in it. He got to, yeah. you know, the, the he frozen executed dessert better. section. Yeah. yeah. He did. Maggie, yeah. It's not, it's not even her lack of ambition. It's the lack of being able to execute uh, the simplest yes. version of the thing. <laughs> the frozen fruits on top of the pavlova is lightly, like, that's pretty annoying, honestly, if you're the other people and you're doing yeah. all this elaborate shit, like Christelle cut she's up like, like 50 <laughs> kiwis to put on top of this thing. And she's like, yeah, let me just tip some frozen fruit on top. Like, that's fine. Tough. It's kind of Very insulting. They're also going to go, they're going to go so soggy as well. I know. Those right. frozen fruits. Yeah. When they it's start just... getting to room temperature, it's going to be a soggy mess. So. Just cut your up mom, some strawberries. Your mom knows better. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Uh, cut up right. some strawberries. Yes, it's actually, not bare hard. minimum. Bare minimum. Uh, let's talk about George, who, I mean, my king. Th- his motto really was summed up. Not really his motto, but his issue on the show was summed up by Prue this week. Uh, George, I think it looks awful. (laughs) (laughs) But then he had good flavors. This is like George's thing that he cannot get past is the presentation. Why would you just not use an oven? Why Why would you just not use the tools that you have in front of you that is how you make something? Why would you go rogue? George. It's because of his cookies. so unnecessary. He needed to make his cookies. But he should have just done them later and been like, I'm going to sacrifice a little bit on the cookies to like actually make the actual thing I'm supposed to be making here look good. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Very tough. However, it was uh, flavored with interesting things that we like, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Cookie butter. Iconic. Fantastic. Yeah. And then lemon, which sounds... Great to me. I would love to try it, but it did look quite bad. Uh, George has got to get it together on the presentation or he's in trouble. No, he's he's fine. He's got at least two people ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Amanda you know? is probably next, maybe. And I think then Amanda's who else be is next. worse. Maybe Lizzie, just because she's oh, she's yeah. hit and miss, I think. Yeah, she is. She's been doing better, but she definitely has the potential. 
she to hasn't have a bad done week. well enough yet to save her on a week where she's done bad. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. Jurgen yeah. is safe. She's been coasting. Just yeah. like, yeah. like you're not safe. gonna get rid of him. Right. Right. Just, I even right. think Freya is like <laughs> putting herself in like a Freya's tough position solid. now. Yeah, that's true. She did. She's had yeah. two. She like, has another iffy weeks. week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, George is in the mix. Yeah, George is in the mix of people where, like, if he doesn't, if he continues to have, like, really rough-looking stuff, I could see it going south for him uh, sooner versus later. However, let's talk about the highlight of the signature section, which is that our guy Chig's got a handshake. Hey. Yeah, boy. Now. How do, you, how do you feel from an American's point of view of the name Chig's, by the way? Oh, Love. we had so many discussions Love. about it. <laughs> It's on huge. the first episode. I just think it's so funny that in this year of reality TV coming from Britain, we've had a Chigs and a Chugs yep. from Love we, Island. Chigs and a Chugs. That's what Sasha pointed out uh, <laughs> on our first episode. And Chugs um, was only in there for one single day, I think. So. One day. <laughs> he was literally on he Love quarantined for a day. and he was there for a day. <laughs> yeah, we also, somebody tweeted at us and was like, Chigs' real name is William. It's like William. It's Chirag. obviously not their real names. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's a classic. I mean, it's just a classic British like nickname mm. thing. It's for well, someone Chigs. Do you know what no, I mean? I know. Like, classic. <laughs> well, Chigs had a great week. Uh, started off with his handshake um, for his Pavlova. And I know we don't like an over, over handshakeification of the Great British Bake Off. How do we feel about two episodes in a row handshakes? I think he's reined it in a bit. Mm-hmm. But also every year they keep getting better people. So it's That's hard because compare yeah. like this season's people with season one, you know, right. like a battle yeah. royale against the two seasons. <laughs> They're not yeah. getting out alive. <laughs> so It's true. Yeah, I, I was okay with it because Chiggs just has not gotten a lot of recognition yet. And he yeah. was like absolutely shocked, which you just love to see. Um so yeah, I'm, I was okay with the handshake for Chiggs this time around. If we get one in the next episode, I'm going to chop Paul Hollywood's hands off. Like I, we, it has to end somewhere, but for now it's okay. I do think he's reined it in since a couple seasons ago. There was like a time when it Definitely. like someone made a matrix and he got, cause he's so humorless as Paul Hollywood, um, <laughs> could not see the joke in it. Uh, so now has reined it in. Yes. Yeah. He's now, yeah. He's being a bit more discerning with them, I guess. Which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sasha, thoughts on Chigs and his Pavlova? Well, I'm happy for him. Like, that's the thing is you can't ever be like actually that anti because right. I like all the people. <laughs> they so get I'm so like, happy. Yeah. I'm so happy for Chigs. Like, good for him. But if I was in there and I got a handshake on a Pavlova, I would be like, I don't know. I don't know if you can get a handshake on a Pavlova. <laughs> like, is it real? I would be like, this is great. And I appreciate the uh, recognition, but... Um, you know, I'm not gonna like pat myself on the back for this, really. <laughs> Do you mean because it's like too easy? It's just like what just it's just like so whatever. It's like, can we like I just like feel like you can't get a handshake during biscuit week either. Cause it's wow. cookies. You're it's like harsh. They're hard to make. I can't cookies? make a Pavlova. Oh, Pavlova. Or or cookies. Okay, really. I feel like we just heard Lucy say that it's not that hard to make. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess it's the time constraints issue, but I would find it much harder to make biscuits than I would to make a pavlova. Mm, I oh, say really? this as if I have any baking skills whatsoever. <laughs> it's like the one thing I can't, I mean, the one thing, there are many things I can't do, but it's like the number the one, one thing I really <laughs> struggle with is baking. So, yes, we're very qualified to be here on this podcast, all three of us, <laughs> clearly. I've um, made bread before, so. 
Me too. I oh, made bread right. during quarantine. You went on a bread journey. We did. Although we didn't make a focaccia, non-focaccia which was so, bread journey. My mom was texting me watching this episode last week being like, why didn't we make focaccia? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. We failed. When everyone was making focaccia. I know. Maybe we quarantine. just like, we're like, we're too cool for it. I don't know. Mm. Um, all right, Lucy, you have one last thought on uh, Chiggs and his his journey during the signature base. It's just a, a classic line from Matt uh What's his last name? Lucas. 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 I was going to call him Matt Willis, who's a member of Busted. Um, <laughs> does Busted translate to America? No. Um, <laughs> I'll get involved. <laughs> really great music. Um, there's a really classic line from Matt Lucas, who whose jokes to me often don't land, but he uh, he, mm-hmm. he he made like an offshoot joke where he said Chiggs's tongue party. Because I think Chig said like this is going to be a party in your mouth or something, a party on your tongue. And I just thought that's what I needed. Yeah, <laughs> that visual, huge <laughs> from oh. the hunk of the Bake Off this year. You know, yeah, we're all in on Chigs. I I think it was oh, yeah. last the last episode when he like started to like actually be shown more. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. everyone was like, oh. Hello. He, to me, uh, one of my all-time favorite Bake Off contestants is Tamal from yes. season mm. six. Yes. And to me, he's a he's Tamal-esque in the sense that I feel very endeared towards him. And I think he's like low. He's like a unassuming hot in the beginning and then like, wow, what a hunk um, in that way. So yeah, I think he's going to be the Tamal of the season. Tamal is a little I more earnest. It. I feel like Chiggs has a little like yeah. edge. Like, he's like a bit of a roughness to him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do like... Giza Tamal. Yeah. <laughs> I Love do him. think... I like that Chiggs is just like his main thing still is like laughing at everyone's jokes, patting everyone on the back. You know, he's like... He's still just like the reply guy of the season. He brings like, the vibe. He's just always there uh, to just like... Be, he, you know, he goes along with Matt's bits and like he's just a good... He's a good hang thus far. Deserves everything for going along with yes. Matt's bits. Because Honestly. Tough go sometimes. (laughs) Really? He brings them up sometimes. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. he makes the bit, which is, I think, quite amazing. So true. Because if people don't go along with it, then it's just Matt on his own and it's even worse. Uh, I bet he's really fun on like a a night at the pub. (laughs) Absolutely. I bet Chiggs is great. Yeah. Yeah. Chiggs, let us know. We're free all the time. (laughs) All Uh, the time. Let let Lucy know. We're not over there, but Lucy is. (laughs) That he doesn't dye his hair. He has, he keeps the salt and pepper. streaks? Yeah. Yeah. And it looks great. All right. We really went off track with the Chiggs appreciation. (laughs) It had to happen. It had to happen eventually. All right. Let's get into the technical. Um, As we mentioned earlier, this was four individual sticky toffee puddings, uh, which is funny because Lizzie early in the signature was like, I'm not much of a Pavlova girl, but I love a sticky toffee pudding. And then it was the technical. I was like, Lizzie, you are well prepared for what is to come. Um, How do we feel about the difficulty level of the sticky toffee pudding? I guess, Lucy, you're more familiar with them than we are. I actually don't like sticky toffee pudding as just like a personal preference. Um, So I've never really had that many of them. But this seemed so insanely hard. There was like eight different components to this. It's honestly, a sticky toffee pudding is just the cake and custard. That's all you need. Why did you have to have like weird sesame biscuits and right. like right yeah I forgot to mention so they made they made the puddings they made the like creme anglaise or whatever to go with it they made yeah. caramel to go with it and then they had to make these like weird triangular sesame they called them twills but like they were just hard biscuits 
Uh, they look like the biscuits that you feed birds, like yeah, that you I get in like nature parks. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like <laughs> spend a pound to get like a pack right. of these weird seed biscuits. Um, you don't need all that for a sticky toffee pudding. It's two things. Paul and Prue <laughs> were just being really mean. I thought the biscuits yeah. was over the top. I love sticky toffee pudding. It's one of my favorite desserts. Um, wow. Do you get it over here? Or do you? You can't you, really get, get it get over it? here. I, I mean, I just it. had it, it for the so first good. time at my cousin's wedding. And I was like, Yum. oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. So it looks so good to me. But this was way too much. 90 yeah. minutes to make a caramel sauce and a custard and these stupid twill cookies. That was the dumbest part. The stupid twill yeah. cookies. Like, what are these? I thought if it was just the cake and custard, 90 minutes is totally reasonable. But to be fair, like most people messed up on the cake. Yeah. Which is the most, I guess, basic element. I do want to say I had this in sound bites, but I'm going to say it now. You see when they say that you have 90 minutes, you stay cut to Giuseppe and he literally goes, how? <laughs> <laughs> I love him so and much. I know. I love him. And he's like so optimistic. And like, just to see him literally be like, literally, how are we going to do this? I was like, oh no, they're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to speak to the yeah. reaction from Maggie and Amanda on this mm -hmm. challenge when they just heard what it was. Maggie, I don't eat desserts, Maggie. Okay. What, like, what, what are, are you, doing, you here? doing here? <laughs> I don't eat desserts. Um, I've never made sticky toffee pudding. Uh, didn't put flour. We can get oh to it, gosh. but like literally yeah. did not put flour in a cake. Amanda Girl. goes, what is a wet caramel? Can't make custard. What? Yeah. She literally doesn't even know what a wet caramel is. Not, I've never made it before. I don't even know what that is. And I just, once again, like, what are we doing here? Why are we there's here? Such a, there's such a gap between, like, the top four and the bottom couple right now. Maggie and, and Amanda are, like, on their own island right now. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Uh, so, I guess we should talk about the, the several ways this went wrong. Um the top or the bottom, let's, let's just do top and bottom and then we can get into the process. So the bottom three of this challenge, nine was Maggie. We'll get into her absolute disaster in a moment. Eight was Amanda, as we discussed, and seven was George. Uh, and then the top three who all made like relatively solid, uh, sticky toffee puddings were three was Chigs. His only issue was that his caramel was like literally so <laughs> hard solid. that they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't get it out of the, the thing. Uh, two was Lizzie who loves the sticky toffee pudding. So like good for her. And then number one was Jurgen. Um, boop, boop. so let's discuss, let's just talk about Maggie. Uh, we have to do it. So as Sasha mentioned, Maggie did not put flour in her sticky toffee puddings, in her defense, it was on a separate page by itself in the recipe. But like, you got, you, you got to, you got to see that. It's a common sense too. Yeah. You got to say, this is a yeah. cake. Okay. There has to be flour in this. Let me like triple check the recipe and make sure I'm, that's, that's where it is for me. Yes. So Maggie made hers without flour. Uh, walk me through your reactions to when Maggie tipped out her sticky toffee puddings <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> Lucy, what went through your mind? I was just an audible gasp um, <laughs> from me. And I just, I I just was like imagining myself in that position. And I would just start shaking and like violently crying. Because there's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing worse than spending so long on something and it not going well. And you're like, 
I've just wasted so much time. And then the added element of like the competition side of it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And I, I have it, I have it loads when I try and sew things. I think it's like a similar thing where like you're sort of waiting until the end to see what it's gonna look like. And then if it doesn't go right, you're like, oh my God, I've wasted so much time. And I always cry and like scream and throw things when that happens. So I don't understand how she's so chill. <laughs> she's she so delivers calm. babies. Yeah, and now is yeah, what I she kept reminding us yeah. of. Uh, <laughs> talk about an end result. Um, but yeah, I I guess we should describe what happened. Sasha, how would you describe Maggie's puddings? I would describe this as completely frenzied. Um, I think that <laughs> when they said you have 90 minutes and she was like, I don't eat dessert and I don't know, I've never made this before. I think that it was just sort of like, okay, we're winging it. And then from then on, I think the whole 90 minutes for everyone was basically a frenzy. Jurgen mm-hmm. maybe stayed cool. Chiggs maybe stayed cool. Lizzie seemed like she was staying cool. But mm-hmm. like, this was a very difficult ask for yes. everybody. And I think that Maggie was in just like a state of like fervor basically and, and like in a fever dream sort of and was like, no flower. Okay, like that's fine. Like, and And just couldn't like get her shit together really and didn't really I don't think she ever yes. stopped to take a breath and say there has to be flour in this I'm going to use my common right. sense and um she kept her uh her sense of humor which I appreciate I take get her jokes huge, off huge props because I think my reaction to her tipping out what was left of her puddings uh was uh, like more hysterical Scream. than her like I I laughed out loud and then I was like, oh my God. And then I rewound it and watched it again. It's like they were supposed to be, you know, like little sort of muffin cake looking things. I don't know how else to describe them to an American listening audience. Um, and hers were more like puddles, blackberry, like puddles of black jam. <laughs> Almost, it's like it's like what Paul said. Yeah. Yeah. So when when it came out with those with those seeded biscuits, I really did think I was like, that looks like an amazing accoutrement to a cheese board. Yeah. Was like, (laughs) I was like, that 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 looks great. I have some brie with that. Right. Yeah. It was like eight shades darker than it was supposed to be because it was just burnt to a crisp because it was like (laughs) all at the bottom of this thing when it was cooking. So, right. It was like a little puddle of burnt mush. Uh, Yeah. He said it was a caramelized onion chutney. Yeah. And that is what it looked like. I was just in awe. I I mean, is this an all time bad bake off bake? I couldn't think of anything worse for technical. Other than the guy who threw his stuff in the trash, which this, I think, I think might be worse. Well, it was definitely worse because he would have at least been able to put something like, it wasn't a disaster because he screwed it all up. It was a disaster because, we'll get to it later, Diana took it out of the freezer and didn't tell him, so it melted. It wasn't that like, it it wasn't like he forgot how to put cream in cream (laughs) and ice cream. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think this might be like, one of if not the worst thing I've ever seen the worst like finished <laughs> I feel like somebody put product. like salt in something when it was supposed to be sugar and so it was oh, like salty but like yeah that's not even nearly as bad as forgetting to put flour yeah in, in something. a cake in a cake it's just you just can't overstate how bad it looked uh she yeah, was an absolute was hero incredible. about it though she was honestly like huge points for presenting it and not crying and not throwing it away. I don't know what I would have done. I don't think I would have presented it. I, it's hard to even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, honestly, props. I respect her a lot for, uh, 
you know, that being the person who has now has the worst bake off bake, because I think I would have trashed it and not allowed myself to have that. She doesn't cry as much as just like gets extremely red. Like yeah. she and, like, her smiles face. a lot, yes. like a shaky smile. <laughs> that's that's the like, that's the, the nurse in her. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like smiling right. in the face of chaos. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So Maggie obviously came in last for that challenge. Tough. Uh, two in a row that were tough for her. Let's get into the showstopper. Um, this was incredibly difficult. Also incredibly complicated. Very complicated week. Uh, the showstopper was a celebratory jacond dessert. It had to be an impressive multi-layered dessert wrapped in a jacond collar with any sort of filling. So the collar had to be decorated um, with some sort of artistic design. Uh, some people did flowers. Some people did, um, you know, Jurgen did like musical notes. Uh, Chiggs did his sister's bathroom tile. Uh, you know, whatever you feel like creating. Um, how do we feel? How do we? How do we like this challenge? Very tough. This is just like this is like you've said this. I think that this dessert doesn't exist in anyone's <laughs> life in any way. This is yeah. simply something to fill the pages of a cookbook to show that you can do things. Like, no one's making this at home. <laughs> yes. I'm glad to hear you say that because I kind of thought that about the pavlova, but I'm glad that this actually oh, is no. accurate to the... A, pav- a pavlova's a classic party dish. <laughs> got you'd it, bring got it. it. You'd bring it to, like, a, a summer barbecue as, like, oh, I brought oh, sure. this from home. You wouldn't bring whatever this is. <laughs> right, right. Okay, good. I'm glad we cleared that up. All the fillings were like, I've never heard of this before. I couldn't, I can't remember any of them. <laughs> also kind of gross. They always put like a jelly on top. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to eat that. Just give me a cake. This is an know? anti-jelly podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Through and through. Whenever you see them melting those sheets of gelatin in like a saucepan, it just, I'm like, throw it out. I don't yeah. want it. No. Gross. When I, who was it? Somebody had like a pepper jelly this time. Was that Jurgen? That was Jurgen. It's like, no, thank Classic. you. <laughs> no, I think it was white wine. Oh, yeah. yeah any, any kind of jelly, I'm like, ugh. Um, Maggie, uh, Sasha, I know you want to talk about Maggie in this, in this one as well. She, again, <sighs> took the simple route. Yeah, Tough. super simple. They had to have two elements. That was another part of it. Like the interior had to have mm-hmm. two different elements. And so she did... I think like a strawberry, like, mm-hmm. like cream thing, like a strawberry, like custard. And then her second element was like strawberry puree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just like doesn't count. This reminds no. me of the guy who like didn't actually do like an anti-gravity thing. It's like, this is not a second element. Right. Yeah. I, it just was like the absolute bare, bare minimum. And then she made her sponge twice which obviously she had time to do because she just ignored ignored the other element. Watching her like crumple it up in her hands. She, I Why? was like, Maggie, no. Like, yeah, she just, <laughs> I yeah. think she was Fascinating. struggling. Yeah, she was on the struggle bus uh, by that point of, of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk Chiggs as well. Lucy, thoughts on Chiggs' uh, inspiration? So I mentioned earlier that he reminds me a bit of Tamal and I think this is where it stems from. I laughed like out loud when he was like, I'm inspired by my sister's bathroom tiles um, for the design. And it looked beautiful, but it did remind me of Tamal in season six when he was like, I think it was in like the savory 
pie week when he was like, oh, this is inspired by a sandwich I once ate that changed my life. <laughs> so delightfully quaint. Just like, so, you know, really oh. taking stock of the small things in life. You know, that's what I like. They're taking, yes. they're seeing the beauty everywhere, even in a bathroom tile or a pork sandwich. So incredible! I really loved that. I thought that was great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's better than just strawberries. Um, yeah, I, you know, there were other, other issues as well. Uh, Sasha, I know you want to talk about Amanda. I don't even remember her thing, but I just remember the shot of like, I don't remember what her cake was, but I remember the shot of her, uh, cake in the oven, absolutely just dripping over the side. Oh, it was the, uh, Adam and Eve snakes. Right. With all the kind apple stuff, idea, but it just actually. tasted like Calvados, which is fine. Tough. Yeah. You hate to see it. And Freya. Yeah. Let's talk Freya. Freya. I was so excited about this week because like you said for the Pavlova, like it was so beautiful, her piping. And I've been waiting for something like decorative from her because I feel like she's really, really good at that. Mm -hmm. And I was disappointed. You couldn't even see the design on her cake and she didn't yeah. make it again. And no, I just was like, this is to me the week that has really like called into question the like how far can vegan baking take you in this competition. Yeah. She really struggled with this week. Her tofu mousse like went really hard uh, and turned into like a ganache and they like couldn't even really get through it, which is the yeah, cake was like really crumbly and, and bad. And right. I just I worry. I worry because I think she's good. And I think cake week was like oh, wow, like you can really make a vegan chocolate cake and like make it taste really good. Like Paul loved mm -hmm. it. And now we're kind of seeing when it really comes to eggs, yeah. eggs are basically the hardest thing to do a vegan yeah. substitute for. So yeah. she really has limitations. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. She did okay. But let's talk about who did extremely well. Uh, the results of the showstopper and of this week, Star Baker, shocking in my opinion, but we love to see it. Our guy Chicks. He did it. Yay. Chicks, 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 chicks. Now, we love to see it. <laughs> uh, and I would marry Chicks tomorrow. However, I want to discuss do we think Jurgen was like a little bit robbed? I know that like you want to keep the show interesting. You want to give it to different people. I'm I'm fully behind that and I'm glad Chicks got it. But like beyond that, solely looking at the bakes and the results, do we think that it maybe should have gone to Jürgen. I think that Jürgen's pavlova was just such a miss that, you know, I think sometimes if they mess up the technical, they give them a little bit more leeway because it's like a difficult one. But if you mess up the one that you can like kind of practice at home, mm -hmm. uh, then, then you have like less of a standing to get Starbaker, I think. So I think it's okay that Chig's got, got Starbaker because right. he, he wasn't as good in technical, but was better in the, the two others. That's true. It is actually as close a week as I can remember because I was thinking about this too because they liked some elements of Jurgen's signature, but then Chig's got the handshake for the signature, which then kind of carries as much weight as Jurgen winning the technical. So they're like neck and neck there. Mm. And then it comes down to the showstopper in which they were both kind of neck and neck again. Um, I think for Paul, Chicks. if he gives you a handshake, you have to win it. Mm. I think it might be like a pride thing and a wanting to like give somebody else a chance to shine. I I feel like they liked Jurgen's signature. I don't think they like didn't like it at all. It was just that like Chigs produced like a platonic ideal. And like, right. what are you supposed to do? It it's just the best possible outcome. So 
you know. And then yeah. third in the technical is nothing to, you know, sniff at so really. So who needs caramel for your sticky toffee pudding? He Not deserved I. it. <laughs> I think he deserved yeah. it big time. Like I'm happy with it. I would have been annoyed if it went to Jurgen again. I would have been too. like, okay. So yeah, because yeah, I I'm I, done with it. I love the the shots of them calling their family at the end, and it's like we've seen Jurgen's. They're not yeah, going to pick so up. This was so cute. Right? They're not going to exactly. pick up. But Chicks's mom exactly. was so cute. So oh. cute. She was very surprised. So was he. Uh, oh, yes. I love it. I, yeah, I was very, very happy with the results. And uh, for the eliminated contestant, I mean, we all knew it was coming. Uh, Maggie, it was her time. It was. It was past time. Uh, yeah, she just couldn't do it. She picked the simplest option and she couldn't execute. And there just was just no other option. I would have just liked to have seen a little bit more imagination from her. I had such high hopes after cake week and Mm -hmm. I was just a little bummed. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. In Maggie's honor, Sasha had the great idea to just do a little side interlude where we talk about the all-time best bake-off grannies. Uh, great idea. There have been some iconic grannies throughout this show. I think really most, most seasons kind of have like an older woman figure to root for and, you know, to just that everyone really likes. Um, now Sasha, I think you did a great job with your original ranking. So why don't you give us yours and then we'll weigh in on ours from here. Firstly, I'll just list out who was included. Um, I decided not to put anyone in from season six or season 10. I think it was just because I didn't, I felt like they weren't old enough to be like considered a granny. So I have Louise from season one, Janet from season two, 
Brendan from season three, Christine from season four, three, Diana, Nancy, and Norman from season five. Very old season. Yeah, Jane, the guys are honor- honorary granddads. Yeah, I'm including, I'm including some granddads. Uh, Jane and Val from season seven, Flo Incredible. from season eight, Karen and Terry from season nine, Linda from season 11, and Maggie from season 12. Um, I have not seen seasons one through three because they are not on Netflix and I haven't ever put my life together enough to do the VPN thing. So I haven't seen those. My bad. Uh, but so I'm just going to exclude them just to like not be unfair to them. I don't want to just like put them sure. last because I don't know who they are. So I have Nancy, goat granny number one. Nancy won. She's great. She made a like pina colada like ring cake and it was Amazing. It had like uh, cocktail umbrellas on it and it was fantastic. She's the best. She's great. Val, number two, Jazzercise Queen. Jane, mm. number three, best love laugh. She had I a fantastic love Jane. laugh. Great she, was great. she was the gardener. She was the gardener, yes. right? She like designed gardens. Yes. Incredible. She was amazing. One of the best hair styles I've ever seen mm. on the show. Yes. Um, Norman, strongest morals, number four. Love Norm. Norm. <laughs> Best execution of simple, simple cuisine uh, and a great accent to top it off. Uh, Christine from uh, season four, I have, she just seemed like a real chiller. I don't remember a ton about her, except that she seemed cool to hang out with. I literally don't remember her at all. She just seemed cool to hang out with. Uh, <laughs> and she had some like crowns. She, she looked kind of badass. Um, and then Maggie, I have a number six for longest held smile because she just cannot stop smiling. Yeah. Love Maggie. Um, Flo with the veneers. All I remember about her mm. is her uh, extremely white veneers on her teeth. She just had Good for fake Flo. teeth. Good for Flo. Um, Karen with the specs. She had more of like wine aunt energy. Yeah. Less granny energy. More <laughs> definitely. More like eccentric aunt. Definitely. Definitely. Linda seems nice. I don't remember much about her. She seemed she seemed nice, though. And then Diana comes in dead last, obviously, because um, she's clearly vicious. She took out Ian's uh, ice cream from the freezer, didn't even tell him. <laughs> it's not even that you took it out, it's that you didn't tell him. At least tell him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, she's clearly vicious for that. And then she left the next week due to, you know, quote, medical issues. So right. ho- I hope she's uh, doing yeah. wonderful. But Diana's like the move. one on the other side of the family that like you don't talk to, you know? <laughs> She's like that kind of granny where it's like, oh, you see her once every couple of years and like, that's enough, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, I I agree in large part with this. Uh, I do have to say, Lucy, I know you feel the same way. I absolutely love Val. Oh, adore her. Would die for Val. She's incredible. Her little steps while she's uh, baking, getting her steps in. Um, Lucy, what are your other standouts in terms of grannies or grandpas? Um, Terry does have a very soft spot in my heart um, because he just was so sweet and he has such a fun mustache. And then after the show, um, he sent out this like such a lovely letter to like an open like letter to fans because he went on Bake Off because like his wife had died and he just like he he felt very like. Uh, lost, I guess, or, you know, just, it was a big change in his life. And then he wrote this really nice letter that was like thanking people for sort of like rooting for him and helping him grieve, I guess. Oh, so, he was so I sweet. When I read his, it. his interview, so sweet. his interview when he gets voted off or whatever is so sweet where he like tears up and he's like, this gave me something like, oh, I'm Terry. actually going to cry right now. 
Um, and the final honorable mention, I actually don't know if he's old enough, so I'm sorry if he just like looks like an older guy, but Paul <laughs> from season six, um, who made the amazing lion mm. bread that is like legendary. And the reason I like yes. him is because I don't know if this is the same in America. I'm trying to gauge, uh, what, what the vibe is, but British people don't love Paul Hollywood or like a lot of people don't love Paul Hollywood. They think he needs to be taken down a peg mm-hmm. or two. Um, he brings a lot of yes. masculine energy into the tent that I don't appreciate. And I feel like he <laughs> um, had a run for his money with Paul mm-hmm. in season six. I feel like he didn't like having another strong, powerful Paul in the tent. And it was like a, it was like two silverback gorillas facing off. Um, <laughs> and I just really liked that element to it. So good yes. on Paul for, for not cowering to Paul Hollywood. Yes, so true. He's more of a daddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yes, love. I love the other Paul. I agree. He's underrated, just as a general rule. Um, all right, let's get into our awards. This is going to be a long pod, but we'll try to burn through these. Uh, <laughs> all right, what is the most delicious bake from this episode of The Great British Bake Off? I know I already said it, but those sticky toffee puddings looked so good to me. Not all of them, but most of them. <laughs> Uh, I don't like meringue. That's my problem. That's my personal mm. problem. Uh, so I would also go for the sticky toffee pudding. I can't remember a single one of the showstoppers. But there I was think too much going on. George yeah. did a peanut butter and chocolate one. So like, even mm. though there were whatever, the peanuts were too hard or whatever, I would probably eat, eat the shit out of that. I would love that. Yeah. Lucy? Um, every pavlova. So... I love that. I love that. I'll take for a you. slice of each, like one of those twenty-four hour like pizzas. Yes. You know, this like a different cheese on each slice. I'll just take like one large meringue, but with a different slice of each. Perfect. I mean, apparently they're in, uh, you know, steady supply over there. So <laughs> we're drowning in them. You're in good shape. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, the soggiest bottom, the worst bake. There's literally only one option. It has to be Maggie's sticky toffee pudding S- attempt. Worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, Truly, I think maybe the worst bake <laughs> in Bake Off history. We're not so even, awful. we're ignoring Amanda, which really like if Maggie had just put flour in there would have been the absolute worst one. Yeah. Raw, terrible caramel, wasn't dark at all. It was like so light. She didn't, she didn't burn it enough. And uh, scrambled custard. Awful. It was also terrible. Truly terrible effort. Yeah, she really actually got like saved by Extremely Maggie's. Extremely lucky. All time terrible. Um, all right. What would your showstopper be? This was a tough one because this was such a complicated showstopper. Um, I'll start again. I, we are definitely a, an anti jelly podcast. Um, but I said, you know, it's Halloween season. So I think I would make my sponge patterned. At first, I was thinking like fall leaves, but then I decided let's go full Halloween. Uh, Do like jack-o'-lanterns, you know, around the sides. And then I think a lot of fall flavors go well together. I feel like this is the problem with this challenge is it's hard to come up with multiple flavors that go well together. Um, So I would do like a pumpkin pie-ish layer, like a pumpkin pie filling maybe. Um, And then like some sort of maple sponge. And then like maybe like a chocolate hazelnut mousse. But you know, kind of maybe wouldn't go great together. Chocolate and pumpkin go well together. Yeah. Um, that sounds maybe, like it would go really well together. Great, what are you right? talking about? Right? I love yeah. fall flavors. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. No jelly, anti-jelly. <laughs> yeah. see what would you do? No jelly. I hate it so much. It's disgusting. Uh, burn it to the ground. We don't need it as a component <laughs> to anything. Um, it's like, again, that feels like such a British thing that we just don't need anymore. Um, <laughs> 
I would also go the Halloween route because I love Halloween, but I'll go spookier. I'll go like a graveyard design around the bottom. And I was thinking my favorite desserts beyond (laughs) pavlova um, is just that I really love chocolate mousse. Like I could, Mm. I could, you know, like Bruce Bogtrotter in Matilda, like I could eat like a (laughs) massive bowl of chocolate mousse. Um, I just love it. And so it would have to be like, yeah, like some kind of chocolate mousse component, maybe like a cookies and cream sponge and then like Mm. a chocolate glaze. So not not too dark chocolate, not too heavy, but just like creamy chocolate. That is... That sounds so good. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Sasha? Uh, I do not love Halloween. I'm going to go straight to Christmas. I'm skipping Thanksgiving. We're going straight to Christmas. Full charm (laughs) offensive, pure pandering. I'm doing it all. We're doing Santa's reindeer on the collar. We've got cranberry red currant custard with some cassis in there for Prue. Mm -hmm. And then we've got chestnut cake layers in the middle. Incredible. You would win the holiday edition. I, to, I think he this. would win. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You'd get the little if holiday. If I could get uh, that stuff to set, if I knew how to make a bavois, <laughs> I could get that We could conquer the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Those all sound great. So I think that we would be in much better shape than some of these contestants who made gross ones. Um, let's talk best sound bites or just best moments uh, from this episode. We have to talk about, I was, I was confused by this, um, but Sasha cleared it up for me. So Jurgen was talking about how he's made jacond collars in the past. Um, his was this very complicated, like Tudor theme. He did like uh, music around the edges, but he was talking about one that he made for a wedding that was Star Trek themed and had two Star Trek enterprises, which are ships, like literal ships, kissing on the cake. And at first I thought it was for his wedding and I was like, holy shit. And then I realized it was for a friend. Uh, Sasha cleared it up for me. However, still insane. And like, I need him to get on Instagram and post a picture of this. Like I have to see this cake with my own eyes. It's actually I can't believe wild it he's exists. made this before. Unbelievable. Uh, I think he might be overqualified for the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely insane uh, that he made that for a friend. Also, I just like want to hang out with him and his friends. Um, another great soundbite was when Noel and Matt were doing their, you know, customary sound checks and being like, Bakers, you have a half hour. They did something stupid. I don't even remember what it was. And Amanda goes, I can't believe people get paid for doing that. <laughs> and <laughs> Noel goes, Amanda, neither do we. <laughs> Which Honestly, taking that, celebrities down a peg or two is just yes. like perfect. It, yeah. it does seem like there's a running theme in the last couple episodes of Noel and Matt being like, what are we doing? You know? Um, yeah. They which, seem to have lost, like, the, the, the horse has left the stables and they have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Right. They're like, we used to be famous. Um, yeah. You guys I, I are mean, doing I'm, great. I have lots of questions about their their partnership. Like it's almost like two same poles totally. bouncing off each other as opposed to like, I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know if it ever came across the pond, but Mighty Boosh, which is like the thing that Noel Fielding got famous for in the UK. And in that, he's like the wacky guy to this other guy, Julian Barrett's like very straight man. And it works so incredibly well. Um because it's just like a normie and a freak. Yeah. But with Matt and Noel, it's like two freaks. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But, they're, but they're also very, but they're also watered down because they're both a lot more watered down than what their sort of like normal comedy is. So yeah, it's very interesting pairing. Is Chigs the normal <laughs> yeah. guy and should he get a cut? Right. That's why yes. they keep working him in. They need a straight yeah. man. 
Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I agree. I miss I miss Noel's dynamic with like Sandy uh, yeah, and someone Sandy. who is a little more a little more chill. But, you know, they get paid for doing it. So yeah. what more can they ask? Handsomely um, as well. I'm yes. Sure. Sasha, what were your favorite quotes from this episode? Chiggs, again, owned this episode. Absolutely owned it. Um, I know he was just talking to Noel about whatever. And then he said, I compete against myself, nobody else. He's wow. just, and I was like, this dude, this is how he is doing so well after only baking for like a year. Exactly. He's got, he's got an absolute winner's mindset. I mean, this guy's a yeah. winner. He's you a, know he's who a winner. he reminds me of is uh, Rob Lowe's character on Parks and Rec, where he's like, uh, yes, so optimistic, but like so determined to like be good at everything. He kind of has, <laughs> he has Chris Traeger energy sometimes. The Chris Traeger of the tent. Yeah. Right. But he's not highly anxious. Like, right. yeah, Chase he's is chill. so chill. Yeah. <laughs> he's Chris Traeger on like Xanax. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then Lizzie, of course. I'm so, I'm not even going to try to do that Her accent. accent. <laughs> I can't do it. It's impossible. Um, but she said, I'm so under the radar. It's unbelievable. She's just got quips. She's got quips. She does. She's, She's been quips. very entertaining uh, the last few episodes. I'm in on Lizzie. Yeah. And then George just saying in one of his, because he's always in a frenzy, don't put your fat finger in it. Talking to himself about his pavlova. <laughs> that just was funny. <laughs> oh, great stuff. And then we did also talk about uh, Chiggs and his tongue party line. Yeah, that was my Huge. VIP moment. So Perfect. Perfect. Um Lucy, I love that you have contributed to this next category. I was afraid that you wouldn't. <laughs> you would be offended. Uh, this is the most absurdly British moment, uh, which no one would know better than you. Um, this is a lighter episode. Usually we have been make, not making fun of, but we've been highlighting, uh, you know, things that Freya has said that are funny or like certain words that we don't use over here. Um, for example, I chose as my most absurdly British moment. Chiggs was like sprinting to the fridge. Uh, as he does. And people were like, don't shake the floor. Like you're shaking the whole tent. And he was just like saws when he ran to the fridge. And I was like, oh, that was something that we don't say in America. <laughs> what saws? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, mm. sorry, right? Yeah. Basically it's like anything that has a, an R, you can make a Z to shorten it. So sorry used to be like sozza and then it would be saws. And like, wow. It's like Harry yeah, from One it. Direction has a... Has a yeah. Wow. It, yeah. I don't know where it came from, but I say saws a lot. It, it was, it, you think it used to be like, I would do it ironically and then it fully became part of my vocabulary. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. What were yeah. your, uh, what were your personal most British moments as a British person? Just think Maggie's general calmness and laissez-faire about everything. Like that's just such a very British keep calm and carry on. It's definitely like a generational thing, I think for a big part. But I mean, obviously like, she delivered babies, like she said. Like she's just so right. calm and collected, and like no dramas whatsoever. Um, so I thought that was just like a very British, like oh, okay, fine, like whatever. <laughs> um, and then I think just like the pudding element of it, obviously, like just absolutely like dedicating something to like a boiled dessert is so disgustingly <laughs> British. So I mean, I know nothing was actually boiled this time, but like the mm -hmm. fact that that's just remained as like a an undercurrent through our history is mm -hmm. just gross. Do you guys and remember the suet pudding uh, 
yeah challenge exactly oh my gosh yeah. yeah if you if you if you look up the definition of a pudding because I wanted to just sort of like make sure I was correct um it's like anything that's cooked in like a bag or a cloth or like a sheep's intestine it's like fucking hell this country <laughs> oh, I'm bag. glad that you're, you're coming to terms with it um and I'm sorry to I'm sorry to bring that up to the uh if there's, the no, if there's one thing that British people can do for the most part I think it's make fun of ourselves like we are stupid so and I think it's nice to, it's nice to see it through the lens of other people <laughs> well, we appreciate you going along with the ride um <laughs> let's talk about the best Brit fit shall we uh not as good of an episode as the last one in terms of outfits uh I did want to highlight that Lizzie matched her pavlova she made a really very hideously colored pavlova. Uh, it was like Easter themed and it was purple. And then she had like green rosemary grass on it and then like yellow something. And then her dress was like very similar garish purple and green colors. And I was like, wow, that is a fascinating choice, not only for your dessert, but also for your dress. Um, and, you know, I respect it. She's all in, you know. Yeah, I liked Maggie's sensible nurse shoes. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a slight cutaway to her, like looking at her oven, and she's wearing a very nice dress and tights. Um, but then was just wearing like sneakers, but like not like running sneakers, just like what <laughs> I would call nurse shoes. Right. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, I get it. Absolutely. Over style. You're right. standing in that tent for two days. Yeah. Yes. And they almost yes. never show their feet. So I would yeah. absolutely be in sneakers. Like, yeah. No question. I don't even wear nice shoes to work in my job. <laughs> no, I, I can't, sometimes I can't believe what they're wearing. And I just look and I'm like, I would sweat through that immediately. Yeah. I would yes. be wearing a black t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or some sort of like very light thing. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they dress up so much. Like, um, who was the girl who was always in the lipstick? Who won? Candice. Candice. Yeah. Candice, Candice, yeah. She was always like so like wearing dresses and like, I was just, wow, that could not be me ever. No. I would always be like ponytail, t-shirt, tennis shoes. Uh, and yeah, I mean, not that I would ever be able to be on the show, <laughs> uh, but hypothetically. <laughs> okay, let's talk uh, Paul Hollywood again one more time. Now that we've established that we're all like, you know, moderately anti Paul Hollywood. Uh, this is Eyes on the Prize, the Paul moment of the week. First of all, I thought it was very funny. Uh, he was trying Jürgen's showstopper and Jürgen, you know, printed this traditional, uh, like Henry Tudor wrote this song for one of his wives and like Jürgen, like put the whole thing, like hand, whatever, piped the whole thing onto his uh, jacon collar. And so Paul's eating his dessert and he goes, I'm not getting the pepper. And Jürgen's like, the pepper usually comes in later. So Paul, being an asshole, is like, okay, I'll just stand here and wait for the pepper. Like in a sassy asshole way. And so I think it was one of the hosts is like, why don't you sing while he waits for the pepper? So Jürgen, being the most earnest and innocent man alive, is like, okay. So he starts singing the song that he has piped onto the outside of his collar. And everyone's like, oh shit, he's like actually doing it. Like he took this seriously, which of course he did because he's, again, the most innocent man alive. And then all of a sudden, Paul Hollywood, fucking Paul, is like, oh, I got the pepper. And it worked out in Jurgen's favor. So sometimes you just got to be patient, Paul. And so I'm being a little should. snide butthole. Anyway, he just he's bugs so me. annoying. He bugs me so much. I'm really glad that, like, I was worried that his charm 
like was I don't know he seemed very charming to America whereas I think he's I don't know he's lost his good graces in the UK for some right. tabloid issues but right. um, other than that I think just generally I think we're a bit like oh shut up <laughs> yeah um, I would say we we also have the oh shut up okay uh, good mentality good, good, good. <laughs> towards Paul yeah good good every now Not and blinded. then the- Every now and then the blue eyes, I'll be like, whoa. But for the most part, I'm like, "Mm, no, no, thank you. He has got better, I think. I think he knows his his limits. Um, My favorite was um, Paul making a joke to Maggie about what flower is and then Prue just like shutting him down. And I was like, yes, my queen. Prue, always the star of every episode, in my opinion. She's just style icon. She's funny. She's posh. She's great. She needs to put him in his place more often, for sure. For sure. Like when she smacked him a couple episodes ago, that was yeah. great. That um, was great. Right. It was so good. She really went for it. Um, all right. What was the most saccharine moment? For me, uh, not not a very sappy episode other than Maggie, but I did think it was really funny when, in kind of a sad way, uh, Prue was talking to George. And I just think George is so likable. And he had put that layer of peanuts in his showstopper and they like couldn't get through it. Like they were like chipping and chipping at it. And it was like a hard layer of chocolate with peanuts in it. Um, And Prue was like, you just really overkilled it with the peanuts. And he just very sadly goes, I quite like peanuts. (laughs) It's like, George, I mean, that would be me. It would be so hard for me to bake things that aren't just like what I want to eat, you know? And I just like, if you like peanuts, then I'm glad. I I hope that you liked your peanut layer, George. And I'm sorry that they didn't. (laughs) Uh, Just makes me sad. But poor George, I'm rooting for him. I hope that he picks it up a little bit next week. I just say I really liked Chiggs' mum on the phone being like, am I on camera? And he's like, yes. (laughs) Classic mums. I love it. Um, All right, let's finish up with our uh, Hollywood handshake equivalents. Uh, This is my Hallowell high five. And I'm going to give it to Jurgen, who it, it sounded like I was bad mouthing him earlier. I didn't mean to. He he has his insane ideas. And even though I kind of think they're too much still, he just delivers on them every time. And you just got to hand it to him to just be like, I'm going to make this inspired by Henry Tudor. I'm going to do the whole song. <laughs> I'm going to do four layers. It's going to be wine jelly. And this is going to have pepper. And it's going to take 20 seconds for them to taste the pepper. But like they're going to taste it in the end. And just he just has these insane ideas. And he delivers. And I am impressed. I can't help it. Uh, Lucy Ford, what are your Ford's faves? Hey, um, I'm going to do like a double handshake. So like a mm. crossed over handshake for two sure. things. Um, Chiggs's arms, because we've Hell already yeah. established this is a Chiggs first podcast on the side. <laughs> yeah. um, his arms look great in these t-shirts that he's mm-hmm. wearing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just George silently but stoically losing his shit every week. Like he's <laughs> so always true. having an absolute nightmare, but he's always just like so quiet about it. Yeah. And just like. He's internalizing it so much. Like, he's going to explode really one day. I, I love that about him. Yeah, he's a calm sea, <laughs> but underneath. <laughs> it's yeah. all going haywire. And he never apologizes explode. for what he brings to the table either. And I like that too. Like, yeah. he never comes up and says, I'm sorry, like right. some people do. And I just think he Yeah, he's it. like, I just spent loads of time making this. Be grateful. I'm not apologizing. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I really like him. He doesn't really... I think he is just someone who doesn't really care what it looks like. And that's, mm, yeah, that's just home cooking. I get it. At its best. Like, that's just what home cooking is like. Like, he cooks for his family. They love it. It doesn't matter if it looks like shit. But, you know, we're in a timed cooking competition yeah. now. So, 
All right. Ashall Award. I am going to give mine to none other than Amanda for wow. being lucky enough to not go home <laughs> this week. She is so unbelievably lucky that Maggie yeah. is worse than her because I cannot stress how poorly Amanda has been doing over the past, like, honestly, every week. I can't yeah. remember. We've she, talked about her every week. Bread week, she bad. did okay. I think she had, like, an okay week, bread week. Um, but she's been pretty lucky every single week that somebody has been far worse than her. It's so true. Because she yeah. has been skating through. And actually, people haven't even been far worse than her. Like, I think there's been two weeks where it was like neck and neck. Yeah. Um, and this week, Maggie just, I mean, had an absolute breakdown. So it wasn't <laughs> close. She just had right. to go. But mm-hmm. I, I think Amanda is one of the luckiest people to get this far. Do you think her luck will continue next week? I daren't say anything because... <laughs> The cooked biscuits week, I was like, next week's her week. And then she did totally fine. So I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to say, you know what, Amanda? Yes, we'll see. We'll just have to see. And I'm I am begging, begging George to to not... To pull through? <laughs> to pull through. I'm begging him. Yeah. One more I'm not ready. I'm not week. ready to lose him yet. No, no, I'm not ready. Me either. Me either. Yeah. It's got to be Amanda. Well, next week, uh, Amanda and the rest of them have to reckon with German week. <laughs> seems a little biased. How do we feel? <laughs> this doesn't seem fair. I would argue, though, every other week is British week. So, that's true. But it's the Great yeah. British Bake Off. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's but I mean, name. like, there have been t- I'm just thinking, there have been times, like you said, when they had to make suet pudding. And I don't right. think any British person, like, this century has made <laughs> suet pudding for the lols. So right. hopefully it's like a similar <laughs> similar vibe with the, with the German, where it's like, well, this is from the 1500s. Right. <laughs> so, right. I do, I do worry a little bit about Jurgen because I think it's going to be a lot of pressure, and I yes. feel like if he puts literally anything wrong, then I think like he's not going to get Star Baker, you know? Because I think they're just going to be scrutinizing him so much, and I also just like worry about his mental state, <laughs> like as it is, um, just because you know he's so committed and has so many elements at all times. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I have no idea what German Week's going to be like. I have to say, German food not something that I feel like is particularly delicious, but I guess I could be wrong. Thoughts on German food? Do we like, I mean, what is it like bratwurst? <laughs> I guess they have good cakes and they have good pastries and desserts oh, that's and that true. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast already, but British food sucks. Arguably <laughs> better than British cuisine. So. There you go. <laughs> well, I yeah. guess we will see. Um, but Lucy, thank you so much for coming on to give us uh, your valuable insight about how much you hate your food from your country. It's so good. <laughs> thank you so much for giving me this outlet. <laughs> no oh one else will listen to me say these uh, things. <laughs> If we have further questions, you know, we understand what a pudding is now, but if we get confused about anything else, I will just shoot you a text and we'll just, you know, rattle it off on air and you can just be like our across the pond correspondent. Uh, I'm going always forward. here to answer your texts, your, ba- Thank your you. pastry related text. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, before German week, make sure to listen to all the other shows on the Ringer reality TV feed, including Amelia Wedemeyer on No Rose All Thorn every Wednesday. Tyson Apostle recapping Survivor season 41 every Thursday and Johnny Bananas recapping the challenge every Wednesday. Thank you to my lovely guest host, Lucy, our fabulous producer, Sasha. And thanks for listening to another episode of Everything is Cake. 
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.